Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Welcome to Women in Ministry TV broadcast. For those of you who have just beginning to join me, I know most of you know who I am already, but my name is Deanna Fullerton. I'm a licensed clinical pastoral counselor and ordained minister for pastoral care and founder of Eagles Rest Counseling located right here in Middle Tennessee. Thank you again for joining me today on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, later on my Devotions with Deanna broadcast, or any of the live recordings. It is a privilege and it is an honor to have this opportunity to use these platforms to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to share biblical truths with you through Women in Ministry TV broadcast. So these last several weeks, um, we have been studying different scriptures <clears throat> excuse me, all over the Bible as we examine our paths. <clears throat> our passion, our attitude, our trust, and our humility. As I have stated before, you will get more out of these broadcasts if you read, meditate, and memorize scripture on your own <clears throat> that you think are relevant to your current life circumstances. I give life application questions at the end. There is no right or wrong answers. Just use them as a guide to help you, lead you on this path and to pray for one another. If you feel you need additional support or prayer, do not hesitate to reach out to me or any of the women and ministers here on this broadcast um, throughout the week. We are here for you and we will be praying for you. So last week, I just as a recap, I talked about humility along our path. You know, pride um, is defined as a high or inordinate opinion of one's own dignity, importance, merit, or superior, superiority, whether as cherished in the mind or as displayed in bearing content, conduct. And we learned that King Nebuchadnezzar is an example of how damaging pride can be to a person's spirit and mind. Um, we read in Daniel 5, 18 through 21, gave it, that scripture gave us a good visual of the suffering of the king. And hopefully that was an adequate description of what pride um, can do. And hopefully it doesn't want us to avoid pride. I mean, wants us to avoid pride and not want to travel down that path. Pride is to be avoided at all costs because we know that pride breeds disunity. Humility, on the other hand, is to be sought after at all costs. Humility creates unity. It is the path that Jesus Christ has for each one of us. According to Easton's Bible Dictionary, humility is defined as a prominent Christian grace. It is a state of mind well-pleasing to God, and it preserves the soul in tranquility and makes us patient under trials. Paul was encouraging the Philippians to practice humility, and we looked at Philippians, the entire chapter of Philippians 2, but... Um, the scripture that really we focused on was Philippians 2, 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. 
and I had a couple of life application questions for you. Um, number one, having the mind of Christ is obvious ne obviously necessary if we are to walk in humility. Are there certain scriptures that you meditate on to help you? And do you struggle in this area? <clears throat> that was just one of the couple that I've, the questions that we had last week. So for this week, I just kind of want to wrap all this up and I want to talk about God's path, your relationship with God. For the last four weeks, just as I've said, we have briefly discussed different aspects of our path we are all on. Even though we were uniquely created by the creator of the universe and he has a particular plan for your life and my life, we still all share similarities and we share things in our Christian walk that are similar. They're not the same, but they're similar. One of Satan's goals is to get you to think that you are all alone and his another goal is to isolate you from your brothers and sisters in Christ. My prayer is that you will be able to get a glimpse of how similar your Christian path is to other Christians and that our, how our paths are similar. So each one of us will have times of passion or suffering. Each one of us will have, a, um, have to adjust our attitudes. Each one of us will have to learn to trust God. And each one of us will have to humble ourselves. And just remember, you are not alone. 2 Corinthians 1 in the Message Bible, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 5 in the Message Bible reads this way. All praise to the God and Father of our Master, Jesus the Messiah, Father of all mercy, God of all healing counsel. He comes alongside us when we go through hard times. And before you know it, he brings us alongside someone else who is going through hard times so that we can be there for that person just as God was there for us. We have plenty of hard times that come from following the Messiah, but no more so that so then the good times of his healing comfort. We get a full me measure of that too. I want to bring your attention now to um, Psalms 25. We're going to read this together, the first several verses. Um, I, use, I use the New King James Version. You can re read along in your Bible app or your hard copy. So Psalms 25, 1 through, um, let's see, 1 through 11. That's We'll just read those, first, those scriptures. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed. Let those be ashamed who deal treacherously without cause. And verse 4, show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindnesses for they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me 
for your goodness sake, O Lord. And verse 8 through 11, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he teaches sinners, sinners in the way. The humble he guides in justice, and the humble he teaches his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. I love how uh, Matthew Hen Henry's commentary describes um, the first verses four and five. He talks about David begs direction from God in the way of his duty. Um, he says, show me your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. And Matthew Henry goes on to say, once and again, he here prays to God. He here prays to God to teach him. He was a knowing man himself, but the most intelligent, the most observant, both need and desire to be taught of God. From him, we must never we must be ever learning. So just like following the example of David, our prayer needs to be, teach me your ways, O God. Jesus Christ is the way and the truth. Help me learn Jesus Christ. Help me learn how he, when he was a man on this earth, how he walked. Help me learn his ways. The prayers that he prayed to you, Father God, help me learn those. And then when we are in doubt, we need to pray earnestly that God will make it plain to us what he wants us to do. So as you continue to walk along this path designed, God, designed by God specifically for you, it is good to remember that his path is spot on. You cannot go wrong by following his path. Psalms 25.10 in the Amplified Bible says it so beautifully. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and steadfast love. Even truth and faithfulness are they for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. Do you and I want to travel on a smooth path? Yes, absolutely. However, there are going to be bumps along the way. But I encourage you to remain teachable. Make your daily prayer to be like David's in Psalms 27, 11. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Then get ready for God to lead. When he leads, your path is going to be filled with light. When he leads, your path is guarded. When he leads, your path drips with abundant riches, joy, and peace. In closing, I would like to say this. It would be wise to apply the scriptures, Proverbs 4, 23 to 23 through 27. And I'm going to read it to you from the message version. So applying this to our daily lives, keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter, white lies, and gossip. Keep your eyes straight ahead Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step and the road will stretch out smooth before you. Look neither right nor left. Leave evil in the dust. Wasn't that, that was 
very encouraging and very, I love the Message Bible sometimes, how it just reads plainly. So um, one last nugget for you, the path of God is not really a roadmap. It is a relationship. And that is what God is looking to us for. And that's what we're searching for is that relationship, that give and take. And um, some life application questions for you to wrap this up. If you have ever felt you're alone in a situation, was there a scripture that helped you realize you were not alone? Or was there some something someone said to you that helped you realize you're not alone? Number two, are you on God's path for your life? If so, how did you get there? And if you're struggling, use this next week to ask someone to pray for you to trust in this area. And remember, you are not alone. And number three, what one thing could you do differently this next week that would help you travel on a smooth path? And I love the quote from Corey Ten Booms that says, if God sends us on strong paths, we are provided strong shoes. Let me close us in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for um, you always pursuing us, whether we're on the right path, the wrong path, or we're distracted by, um, by the things of this world. Lord, you are always pursuing us and you're wanting us to stay on the path that you had created for us. Lord, I pray that um, anyone listening um, live or any of the recordings, if they do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, that today would be the day that they would reach out to someone and that they would admit that they are a sinner, that they would believe um, with all their heart that Jesus Christ is the truth. He is the way and that they would commit their lives to the, to him and allow Jesus Christ to be their Lord and Savior. Lord, I pray um, for those that are not feeling well, that are sick in their body, that you would um, bring healing to them, that you would lead them in the right way. If it's to make adjustments in lifestyle or if it's to um, find a new way. Um, Lord, I just pray that you would lead them. Lord, I pray that for the ones that have, um, that are grieving the, their lost loved ones today, Lord, I pray that you would be with them and just um, comfort them and give them peace. And Lord, we thank you for your light that you, um, you give to us. And then we show others um, the way in the, um, the way to walk in the correct path. Lord, you have designed us and you have created us and we give you all of the glory, all of the honor and all of the praise. You are worthy to be praised. And I um, thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus name I pray, amen. So join me. Um, thanks for joining me today. I hope that you will tune in next time to Women in Ministry TV broadcast right here on the YouTube channel or Facebook Live. Um, I will be downloading this to Devotions with Deanna podcast. If you need a specific prayer and you would like me to pray for you, you can email me um, to the Eagles Rest Counseling 
that's scrolling across, um, or it's actually my email is Deanna at Eagles Rest Counseling or devotionswithdeanna at gmail.com. You have a blessed and wonderful day. And um, just go out there and be a light to people in Jesus' name.